James chapter 1, beginning with verse 9 through 12. James 1, 9 through 12. Let the brother of low degree rejoice in that he is exalted, but the rich in that he is made low because as the flower of the grass he shall pass away. For the sun is no sooner risen with a burning heat, but it withereth the grass, and the flower thereof falleth, and the grace of the fashion of it perisheth. So also shall the rich man fade away in his ways. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation, for when he is tempted, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. You may be seated. I think about James and all that he um, wrote about and left us instructions. Um, and I, I began to think about this, that life can be uh, so defeating sometimes uh, for Christians. When you uh, seemingly give it all you got and you seem like you're defeated on every hand. Well, understand, if you're a Christian and that's happening, that's the devil. That's the devil fighting back because he has lost you or me. And he wants to cause us trouble. You see, life can be also uplifting as it is defeating. And life can be scrambled up. I mean, which direction do we go? Choices sometimes. We make the wrong choice. I do because we do not want to wait on the Lord. We want to move forward. We want to make it happen. And we want to make it happen quick. But I believe life is what you make it. Even at the worst end of things, life is what uh, you make it. In James chapter 1, verse 2, I mean, he simply says, my brethren, count it all joy. When you fall into different kinds of temptation, they're not all alike. You see, uh, count it a joy. Well, you know, it's hard to be happy when things are going bad, but... Uh, I think of Paul, no matter, about every town he went into, he expected to get arrested, you know, he'd end up in jail for preaching God's word, for trying to lead people to Jesus, but, you know, he was happy. He said, let it, let it be all joy, rejoice in the Lord was his word. When we think about Jesus, you think about um, the things that cause a lot of trouble and what we have to go through, and so I wrote down a few names. You think about Jesus and all he went through. Think about Job losing everything. Think about Joseph. His brothers sold him. What about Joab put right before the hottest part of the battle and innocently killed? What about Jonah? He ran from God and ran into him. What about John, the writer of the book of Revelation? Beaten, they thought, to death and took him out there to die. But God had another word yet for the dying Hey, there is hope. And he gave us that hope through the book of Revelation. Well, let's think about the wisdom for the poor and for the rich. So don't get confused that we go from one to another, according to Scripture, who the, who the uh, poor are and who the rich are. So as we think about that, first of all, there's the person um, in poverty. The rich, poor. Okay. You look at verse 9, let the brother of low degree rejoice in that he is exalted. The brother in humble circumstances. This is what he ought to do. He ought to take pride in his high position. 
You know, God places us in places where he wants us. We don't have to be rich materially uh, to serve the Lord. Um, back in our home church of friendship, I'm, I'm thinking of a man, Mr. Crawford, W.C. Crawford. He was a carpenter all and I've had a big family. He was faithful to God no matter what. And he had troubles on top of troubles. Young is given trouble, but he never lost his faith. He kept coming. And any time the pastor called on Mr. W.C. Crawford to pray, you'd hear two things hit the floor and it was his knees. No matter where he was seated in that auditorium, he'd go down on his knees and he would be wet in the face from tears before he came up. He was a precious man and only God knows what he faced. But today, hey, he's in heaven with, with, with the Father and rejoicing evermore. We need to take pride in the, in the position God has put us in. You know, I didn't put myself in this position, by the way. Um, he did, and I, I, count it, I count it a joy. I count it a privilege, and I count it uh, an order from God Almighty. You see, Christians who may be poor in material um, terms are rich in external um, terms. For example, listen, we have a new wisdom. You think about wisdom. Wisdom of spiritual things. To know Jesus. Odell and me just before the service started. I, How you doing? Good. How you doing? I said, well, I'm fine. I'm not in the rest home. I'm not in the hospital. And then he says, and I'm saved. Hey, that's, that's three blessings, you know. Three blessings that God has given us just to be able to, to sit right in here and, and to rejoice with each other and fellowship with each other and sing together and pray together and then center our attention around God's word. You see, uh, we not only have new wisdom, but listen, we, we also have a new wealth, unlimited spiritual resources. How many people believe in and use prayer? How many? Well, I'm, I don't pray because I, I don't feel worthy to call on God. I just don't pray. Uh, I don't pray because I don't know what to say. Uh, I don't pray because I never hear back from God. There's all kind of reasons people don't pray. But the Bible says for the Christian that God hears the prayers, uh, cries of his children. So if we don't pray, hey, whose fault is it? You know, God's line is always open. It's never busy, and he doesn't change the number. Jeremiah 33, 3 says, Call on me, and I will answer thee and show you great and mighty things that you haven't thought of. I'll open the windows of heaven and pour out blessings on you that you haven't even dreamed of. Prayer uh, is a spiritual, unlimited, by the way, spiritual um, resource. Also, wisdom. You know, in wisdom, in making decisions. Uh, God, what would you have me do? And uh, I don't put God to the test, but he, even though he says, try me, you know, I pray simple. Lord, this is what I'm, I'm planning on doing. Now, and if you don't want it done, you put something in the path to stop it. Simple. And then look for something that's going to stop it. If not, then you move forward with it. Not only prayer and wisdom, but also list knowledge, knowledge of God's word. Where do you find this? Where do you find that? I do not have all the answers. Sometimes I have to go searching myself. If I knew all the answers, you'd have somebody else standing up here, Pastor, and I'd be done gone. 
So we, we pray for, for knowledge of God's word. And then all, if, if all this falls in line, I tell you what he will do. He will pour out the blessings. He's promised it, uh, that he would do it. So when we think about um, uh, the poor uh, and the rich, and we think about the, the rich poor, uh, we have a new wardrobe, by the way. A new wardrobe. Um, you know, pleasing God daily. And when I think about that, I think of Ephesians 6, 11. Uh, it says, put on the whole armor of God. Why? That you might be able to stand against the wiles of the devil, the tricks, the snares. They're out there. Now, you know, the, the lost person don't run up on tricks and snares, traps, what have you. You don't run up on them because the devil already has them. If we could just get the lost person to realize you're on the devil's side. You do not love God and you're going to face God. Bible don't say we're going to stand before the devil and give an account of our rottenness. We're going to stand before God and give that account. Put on that whole armor of God that you might be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Cassie, would you put up Hebrews 12 uh, one and two. Let's look at this together. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Okay, here's what we need to be doing. Let us lay aside every weight and every sin which doth so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. I didn't choose the race. Okay, God chose the race. So look what he says. Why should we do that? I, I'm, I'm asking the question. Why should we do that? Here's the answer. Looking unto Jesus. Because he is the author, the finisher of our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. That's where he is. And when we think about uh, putting on the whole armor of God, words, he's saying, Christian, before you go out in the world, get fully dressed. Because, hey, Satan's going to attack us. You mark it down. We're under attack all the time. That's why we must keep our guard up all the time. Be ready for in such an hour as you think not the Son of Man's going to come. Jesus is coming. But also in, a, in such an hour as we think not, Satan is going to attack. He, 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 that's his job. Well, not only we talk about the person in poverty, that is the rich poor in verse 9, but verses 10 and 11, we talk about the person with plenty, that is the poor rich. The Bible nowhere, now listen, understand now, the Bible nowhere condemns riches, but it does spell out the possible dangers of being prosperous um, First Timothy 6.10 did I give you that please look what he says I, I didn't say this for the love of money is the root of all evil which while some coveted after look what happened they have erred that is they have strayed from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows um you know, lasting security is not in the funds that we might have because they can be spent. They can be stolen. Uh, we could be robbed of them through uh, costly living expenses. We could be robbed of that. 
Um, but it's, it's only found in Jesus. And the devil knows that, and he will steal. He's, the Bible says he comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And that's what he's doing to, to families and to lives every day, trying to steal what belongs to us and kill our joy and destroy our testimony for him, for Jesus. Now, a believer can, uh, can have all the money in the world, but if they're not living for the Lord and giving back to him what rightly belongs to him, they are just like the flower in verse 10 and 11. But the rich, look what he says. Pull that up there. Thank you, Kat. But the rich in that he is made low because as the flower of the grass, he shall pass away. For the sun is no sooner risen with a burning heat, but it withereth the grass and the flower thereof falleth. And the grace of the fashion of it perisheth. So also shall the rich man fade away in his ways. Um, you know, God knows what's going on. And a lot of folk miss that first part. The love of money. He didn't say to have money is a root of all evil. But the love of it. I got this much and I want that much more. And I'll do whatever it takes to get more. Get out of my way. I'm headed to the top. And I, I, a lot of times I'll tell young preacher boys or, or anybody that I have a chance to uh, counsel that's trying to uh, succeed. I'll say, you be careful on your way up the ladder of success who you step on. Because you may meet them on your way down. Because God's not playing he will prosper us as the reason comes about. He'll cause us to prosper. We need to prosper. He will see to it we prosper. Now, when a rich believer um, turns from serving God, according to that scripture, they become spiritually poor, okay? And like the flower, they die. Um, now, how about the eternal rich? The last thing, the eternal rich. Verse 12. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation. That's, that's not easy, y'all. To endure temptation and not fall for it. Endure it. For when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life. See, God knows when we're in a trying time. But he's saving that crown for us, a crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. Blessed is the man. Um, Psalm 1, um, 1 says, blessed is the man. What does it say? Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is where? In the law of the Lord. The Bible. God's word. You can mark it down. You can count on it. You can carry it to the bank. God's word will stand for itself. You don't have to argue God's word. And when people want to argue, say, hey, you know, the Bible stands for itself. It always has and it will. Heaven and earth shall pass away. But my word will stand forever. Forever. And ever, and he says that about, about his church. Upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Nothing is going to come against the church. That is the family, not the building, the family. 
You see, the, the poor Christian is tempted to doubt God because he don't have much. And the rich Christian is tempted to leave God because he sees, hey, I don't really need him. I don't need to go to church. I'm doing good. I've been out of church about six months. And hey, everything's going well. I'm still prospering. And I must go, hey, everything's fine. And besides that, nobody from the church has contacted me. Uh, they, they hadn't said they missed me. Well, why don't they send us a card and tell us they miss us? My goodness, it works both ways, don't it? Hey, I sure do miss y'all. I still live at the same address. And we could write back. Glad to hear from you. Send your tithe. Ha! That'd make them mad, wouldn't it? I mean, people, people just have such sorry excuses. And I'll mention it again. I don't know when in the world I'll ever get to preach it. Good for nothing church member. That's in the Bible. I won't tell you where it is, but it's in there. I was shocked when I read it and thought about that. But they who love the Lord, he says, he'll bless them. Love him. Hey, when you love him, you know, what I have is not his. It's on loan. Now, I got a lot of stuff. Lynn says, it's junk. Okay, it's okay. You know, thank goodness us men don't have to take inventory of our junk and pay taxes on it. Aren't you glad of that, guys? Hey, everybody open up your shack. Man's coming, going to go through and price all your stuff. <laughs> see, see what's going on. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No matter where we are in life, no matter. The trials, listen. The message from God is the same. I love you, and I want you to follow me. I have sent my son to die for you. My son arose for you. My son's preparing a place for you. So, the scripture says wherever your heart is, that's where your interest will be. That's where your treasure will be. Wherever your heart is. Okay? Father, thank you for the evening. Thank you for the time to be together around your word. Thank you for James. And Lord, we understand we may not be rich in this world's good, but God, we're millionaires when it comes to you, having a relationship with you. And Lord, help, help our rich folk to realize that what they have is from God. And I just pray that you bless our homes tonight. Be with our people as they go home. Protect them as they drive. And God, we love you and we thank you for loving us first through your son, Jesus, for we ask it in his name. Amen. And whatever way the Lord